Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You made a really good point. You said the thing is, if you censor yourself just one percent, you say, I'll just censor myself one percent. That's what they want. I'm going to make them happy. And then they're just going to keep moving it. They're just going to keep moving it forward, moving, moving, the, goal it forward, moving the goalposts and providing you with more money and giving you more things, but keep moving it in a certain direction. And if you keep giving into it, they're going to have a hold of you. They keep moving the goalposts. The turn to the game. The <laughs> I, need you, I need you to go ahead and just say Cartman stuff from South Park. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's so great. The conversation from it. before the show started was pretty lively. Oh, lie. my goodness. Is this thing on? <laughs> Sometimes tend- you. Finally. Oh, man. That tends to happen a lot, actually. Of course, that was Joe Rogan. Who is seems to be? He's a little. Never mind. Oh no! He's what? What? Nothing. I, I'm I'm saving a little bit of post editing. He's working on his backstroke. He's trying to take back all the strokes he has put forward. He uh. He's, oh. That deserved. That deserved every bit of that. Can I say there. that I am glad? Because a lot of times I try to be too nice and just go with it, and Jonathan's always living there like Sue's busy, so he's like. Over there, like I actually stabbed him in the eyeball. I'm like, okay, shush. We whatever. have the original cast this evening. We got Kate and Ryan, both of them back over in Indiana. Yeah. Heck yes. Welcome back, losers. This will be a good show. <laughs> no, that's what makes it more entertaining. Listen, we're very busy people. You are very right, busy people. Right. You're so busy, you had to go on vacation. Oh man, I have never been that busy before. That must be miserable. <laughs> I have never, I've never been that busy. That I actually got to go on vacation. I tell you, uh, we're not, uh, during the weeks are kind of busy, but our weekends have actually been pretty free here lately. 
Don't tell them that. It's already out there. It is actually on the podcast. They are free on the weekends. Don't let anybody say anything else. This well, on Saturday morning. Yeah. So, so hey, any, any of uh, Kanan or Mariah's extended family, if you want to see him, just know the weekends are free. Yes. Saturday mornings <laughs> yeah. are a good time if you want to grab them for breakfast or and something. if they're not at church, Mark, just know it's because they just decided not to come. <laughs> <laughs> Their weekends are free. <laughs> they really don't want to be there. That's a four <laughs> So Sunday, of course, uh, Sunday nights we skip out a little bit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you sinner! <laughs> I know. I know. Well, we're just uh, well, been thinking. Repinchy. We're just doing what the Lord said. Yes. Right. Is that a true church? <laughs> I can tell you're really feeling it from the heart on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with more. Uh, what, what are those? Uh, there's puns. Move, thank you. No movies puns. that nobody oh. knows. <laughs> oh yeah. Never mind. Yeah, I mean. It, I love Vince it's Vaughn, like, though. Vince Vaughn's great. It's like the fire department. They'll try to insult me by saying I act like somebody else. And I said, if I don't know the person, it doesn't count. That's true. Right. I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah, good point. So, of course, on the opening, you heard Joe Rogan. He's been catching all kinds of flack. Of course, we'll get into that a little bit because right. if anybody knows me, they know that I listen to Joe Rogan on the and he's usually pretty cool. You know, he's like... He is, but... He tries to stay center of the road on a lot of things because he's afraid to go does. one way or another, which is fine. But unfortunately... But it's not fine. I mean, look, we have a point. blooming podcast. <laughs> we, we stay far right as we can. <laughs> Nothing middle of the road about it. <laughs> we stay far right on politics, far left on religion. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just wish it'd be like, Joe, quit being a... Say it, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think there's a lot of people starting to get that feeling with him. But let's let's get well, into that in a minute, because okay. we got we got his apology video and stuff here. We can walk through a little bit. Of course, the... Apology video for what? Well, for... I'll, I'll play it in a minute. I'll okay. play it in a minute. Okay. So he's... What you just heard was him from like two years ago. In an interview with Alex Jones. Yes. And he was just saying that, look, you keep apologizing and they just keep taking more. You know what I mean? So so that was Alex Jones. You heard him back and was like, right. Yeah. (laughs) Moving the goalpost. Moving the goalpost. Jinx, (laughs) yummy. Turning the frogs gay. (laughs) What's next? (laughs) Miss, before we get started, how's your dad? Okay. So, um, dad, this morning, um, he is discontinued from all his sedation medicine. And his blood pressure medicine, because the station medicine can lower your blood pressure. So they discontinued that. Um, they're worried about his kidney function because it's kind of dropping a little bit. But that can be related to not having enough fluid, a little dehydration. There's so many reasons why. Um, so they are trying to move the fluid from his lungs to his kidneys to kind of flush it out. Um, so for those of us that only speak English. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Is it good, bad? He's doing good. He's actually able to respond and squeeze my mom's hand like for yes questions or if no, then he doesn't squeeze at all. He's he, his eyes open and follow her wherever she like is talking in the room. He'll like turn his head. So he's he actually like answering talk. questions with yes. So wow. Yes, with a tube sticking down his throat. He hates that if tube any, so bad. If anybody could handle, if anybody can handle being able to breathe, still being intubated, be your dad. I know. I know. Because, I mean, you think of how calm you'd have to be. Yeah. you got a tube crammed well, in your throat, and then you're just like. See, and that's the yep. thing. Dad yeah. is at such peace, though. He's like, no matter what happens, I have the 
best like peace that passes all understanding, he says. And so no matter what happens, he said, I'm either going to meet you when I wake up or I'll meet you in heaven. And so he's, I told him, I said, whatever you do, do not fight. Because when you fight this, then it, you know, it works against You're talking your talking about body. fighting the tubes and right. stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> right. So keep praying for his lungs. Um, his lungs are sick with pneumonia. I mean, we're doing the best that we can. He's getting antibiotics and UPMC is really stepping up and there went Lester, Lester. just headbutt your microphone yes he did he wanted to say a few things this podcast is over <laughs> he says focus on me it's like I've had some things on my heart I would like I to, say. to say headbutt yeah well so it seems like he's just like very very gradually getting better right yeah um but not out of the woods by no, any stretch of no. anybody's imagination. Right now, we're still trying to make sure that his lungs are strong enough to be able to come off the vent. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of like multiple steps, but we're thankful. Well, I know. Master uh, is headbutting again. I put up a little, me and you recorded a little audio clip right. on our way back from Pittsburgh just to right. kind of let people know why we why we skipped a podcast and you know let them know that your dad was, wasn't doing good. We'd and, rather be doing podcasts, oh. but... Absolutely. I tell you what, I've enjoyed the times. I think he's been on three episodes. I've thought yes. about this a couple of times. I think it was three. Mm-hmm. And I remember, John, me and you did one about nine eleven, And he just, he rocked a house, man. Oh, that the monologue that he just pulled out of the thin air mm-hmm. and threw together mm-hmm. at the end of that was just impressive. He was built for his kind of stuff. He really he was. Oh, absolutely. Dad actually did have a radio station like your dad did. Um, He actually was on the radio. Priest on the radio and stuff? On the radio. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Well, I don't know that people would call us uh, radio preachers, per se. No, <laughs> well, if you listen preacher. to our haters, we're going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second real oh, quick. Well, we should talk a little bit about that. Oh, um, yeah, because this is good stuff. Good segue. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's that was a good segue. John, you did you did one heck of a job on that. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take a bow now. <laughs> I, oh, man, so many things that go through my mind with this. So a buddy of mine was telling me the other day, and I want to get your all's take on this. So he said that his opinion, and he's he listens to every episode, from, from what I understand, unless he's lying to me. And he had a he had an idea. Did he? Well, he, <laughs> did he, did he really? Did he really? Dude, that joke never gets old because it just it you derails have, your whole train of thought when somebody you does have it. Never taught me that. <laughs> Should I? (laughs) (laughs) So he was telling me, he's like, I think that if you, if you kind of dialed it back a little bit, and obviously I'm paraphrasing and and I'm sure he'll call me and let me know if I got it wrong. (laughs) That's okay. Um, That if we dialed it back a little bit on like necessarily the, like the harshness. Right. That we might be able to actually reach some people inside of these strict movements. Are we harsh? Obviously we don't think we are, but what I have begun to realize is we are way too harsh for most people's liking (laughs) or what most people are used to. We are the Donald Trump of the, of the podcast. (laughs) We're the Donald Trump of the CHM. (laughs) Well, it's a good thing. We don't care what people think. We're not CHM though, but. Yeah. Well, I'm meaning like we judge them like yeah. Donald Trump. Okay. Right. Let, let me give my opinion on that though, because like he, 
when it comes to that, though, we're not being funded or supported by anybody at all. Our opinions are our own. Right. So what would dialing back, though, get us? He was his point was that he thought that. that, that they would be a little more receptive to hear what we had to say. If okay. we weren't as that takes away from our originality. Well, I mean, so I mean it is like a tiger change its stripes a little bit. So he is saying that we should change the way we bring this stuff across. Yeah. So that's not my problem for these softies. My thought has always been, <laughs> well, <laughs> it is true. Right, where they're just shooting for the hip. <laughs> yeah. like, pew, pew. My, my thought He's process. <laughs> My thought process has always been to try to talk to people that are have been spit out by this kind of stuff. Right. I, yes. Okay. I never really wanted to try to necessarily change the movement because my experience when I was in it You can't you can't change it. I, I wouldn't listen yeah. to it. No. And yeah. and okay, so you can't change it. And two they don't want to be changed either. That's the thing. And me and Kanan's yep. had this conversation before right. too. That what caused me to start changing was not somebody coming to me and being like, look, I think you're wrong on this. Right. Because I would have been like, get away from me. Get behind me, Satan. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah, man. You know how fast I would have cast him out, dude? Oh, yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. And for a lot of people, though, it does take like, and I, an experience they themselves have to go through. Because I know like with stuff my family has gone through, Mm -hmm. friends have gone through they actually had to witness it themselves before their eyes were open. Yeah. And I hate that it, that's what it takes, but sometimes, you know, <laughs> the sometimes spiritual abuse, takes. like Natalie says, it, it's true. It kind of has to actually hit close to home before you're realizing like, Hey, this is wrong. I, I don't think we can change the movement. We can't. I, it's, it's like, it's this monster that, you know, even the people in leadership. Yeah. They got some, that are better than others, but they're still yet like they're, they've put up with a lot of this stuff. They let this stuff keep going. You know, a lot yeah. of the real crazy. And isn't that, and isn't that stuff. the worst though? It's it's not like they don't know that's going on. They are very aware that it's going on. And that's what bothers me. Well, we all know, or well, miss me and you know, of an right. organization that is a holiness organization that tried to branch out and have, pastors come in from other holiness denominations to fill their churches that are without pastors. And the dude got voted out of leadership because of that. And that wasn't, that was like by the people, the people did that. Right. Right. Don't the people go to this? What? What? What's that again? I didn't hear what he said. I didn't think you did. <laughs> I heard it backwards. I'm sorry. Look on Kenneth's face. So he was so, so basically. Kana was so confused. Kana had the most. I was totally puzzled. I'm like, I'm sorry. You had the most disgusted. You had the most disgusted look on your face. I think her mind is dyslexic. Well, the the people voted him out because he was wanting to bring other Christian pastors in to pastor churches oh, that, oh, oh. that weren't, a, and that's why he got fired from his job. Right. The really sad thing is now that um, this, the guy who got voted out, his kids are no longer a part of the organization. Well, that's good. 
I don't know. But, yeah, but, 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 but this is this is what happens, and I don't. I don't blame them at all. But this is what it's come to, though. The church showed their colors about how terrible they were and how bad they were bad mouthing their dad. And then they wonder why the kids left, like, and don't want to be a part of the organization. And that's when they start making like personal like ridicule or whatever it is. If you have been doing right all along, your kids would still be in the church. They did that with my parents. Yeah. It comes, I mean, it comes back around to spiritual trauma. Right. Exactly. Spiritual abuse. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I mean, either there's, way. There's something somebody can Emotional pretty damage. What's up? There's oh my gosh. I love it so much. <laughs> We're, 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 so, so let's so let's so I mean let I say we tie this back in and and just say I I don't really feel that I don't really see why we need to try and um right and, and tone it, and tone it back a little you, you know what I'm saying like I I'm trying I, I want to no but I want to try we want to try to help the people that have been chewed up and spit out by the CHM. Right. We're not going to change the CHM. And honestly, mm-hmm. and, and if I want, if you wanted to start naming groups, there are, there are certain groups that are way worse than others. Yes. Right. Right. Those, ones there, those ones there, you're not going to change them. They no. are like an occult. They yeah. are like an occult. Yeah. You, you trying to tell Jim Jones that he should put down the Kool-Aid and not kill 900 other people. <laughs> it wasn't going to work. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, and just like so, with them, Perfect example, you know, like the uh, like the hundredth person in line. Well, the ninety nine people in front of me have died. However, I will still partake. Yes. You know that just goes <laughs> right. that just goes along with like yes. you know, Phil said the the people voted that guy out. Well, then yes, that shows and the people themselves don't want to change. It's not the leadership, right? Exactly. The people don't want to change. They and, see people falling off the cliff into the hellfire, and then they're still like, "Oh, that this person went down that road. I'm going to go ahead and go down that road too." Like yeah, you said, like, and it's just drinking it's, the it's stupid. And I don't, I don't think that, uh, we, you know, we should change the way that we do stuff just because, you know. <laughs> you're moving the goalposts. You move the yeah. goalposts, and then and then we're no longer saying what we started the whole podcast to say. You know what I mean? Good point. And I I absolutely will not change or soften anything I say. I'm I'm not afraid to expose myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh boy! Nobody wants that, John. Nobody wants that. Sounds gross. <laughs> And here's this too, and and maybe and maybe if just hang with me just for a second. For the conservative Polish people, if they um, if they are living biblically, and they have, and, you know, and they're walking with God, and and you know, and whatever, why change them? If they're going to make heaven their home, that's fine. But but, they but but for the other people that has been, you know, chewed up and spit out, mm-hmm. you know. Let, let's go after them. I, why try to change them? I mean, as long as they're doing okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, am I making any sense at all? Like, yeah, a yeah. little bit. I, I see what you're saying. To me, it's like, you know, well, I just, I always have to go back to my personal experience of how dug in I was. Right. And um, how brainwashed you were. Yes. And most of the people you're that were, brainwashed. I was very much so. <laughs> most of the people around me were also the same way. Yes. Um, now, oh, yeah. what, what I have learned is that there are 
brands of the CHM that are better, much better than others. Much, much better. And I think a lot of that, and I'll I'll just say it right now. In fact, I'll say his name. Like Jim Plank, he's not as crazy as what I used to hear on a regular basis from my church. Really? I mean, there's stuff I disagree with him on, yeah. Right. But most times, like when you hear him preach, it's like, okay, yeah, this ain't. This ain't bad. You know, he's not up there, yeah. you know, railing on, uh, you know, holiness standards all the time. Most of the time, it's yeah. like, this is what God can do for you. I'm right. like, that's that's cool. Okay, that's good. Now, what I do yeah. notice, and I'm not saying this with, with brother, with uh, brother Plank, Reverend Plank, whatever, whatever the, we always called him brother, but, you know, with the. Pastor Plank. Yeah, Pastor Plank, whatever. <laughs> what I've and I'm not talking about him in this instance, what I have seen is some people that do seem to be level-headed, when you do start to push back on the things that are unbiblical, it's guns a-blazing. Yeah. Like, they will then defend it to the death. Then like, the niceness is gone, and then they end up, like, showing a different side. Yeah. And they're willing to defend well, and the, the unbiblical standards. Yeah, and they show then that they are closed-minded on this. This right. thing is closed off. There's yeah. no talking about this. That's, that's, that's and like I said, I'm not talking about Brother Plank, I'm just saying in just general, in general right? certain people have come across. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Okay. So back to your buddy, and I'm not bad mouth him at all. I just know personally, as someone who has had family that is still tied into the church, mm-hmm. that's their family they're talking about. And so like I have a friend and she she herself said she's really like feels like she has to kind of keep her mouth shut and be quiet about things because she has family that are still so tied into the holiness movement. Mm, yeah. That's sad though. It, it, it is. It yeah, is. I mean, it is, but there's, she's going to come to a moment and she's even told me herself, she's going to come to that time where she's going to be like, I don't care anymore. This is how I feel. And I'm not changing how I, how I feel about this. Well, it's sad, but, but I don't well, blame I mean, her. We all got to that point. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We all, we all took that time to get to that point. We just got there faster than others. Yeah. You know, right. And I don't blame her at all for feeling that way. I mean, it, th- that can be no, some of the most stressful times right. of your life when you start disagreeing with your family on religion. Right. Yeah, Sometimes absolutely. I still feel that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you talk about feeling alone. Like, alone. Mm-hmm. Because the church, oh, that's that one thing about the church. Alone. They love for you to be a part of a family until you're not. And the moment yep. you decide that you are not, or they decide you are not, that time, it's like that rug gets pulled out from under you and you're falling for what feels like forever. Now, can I also make something clear here as well? We are generalizing right? when we say this. And I think yes. that the holiness movement is full of good people. I really do. Absolutely. I, I, I agree. Because there are lots of good people. Yes, there are. We've, just, right. we've seen too much bad. We yeah, have. And it does seem like a lot of times the bad does tend to get in leadership many times. Not always, but somehow it usually finds its way into well, places it shouldn't <laughs> and uh but, but as far as yeah. you know i'm not lumping everybody in with the same thing i do think there are times um like don van Sant, and this this kind of can bring us back around to the berean holiness thing okay the attacks that she got soon after she was on this podcast were flat out disgusting it wasn't because of the podcast it wasn't related um it was because of an earlier post right. that she had put up uh kind of explaining uh, like she played a clip of a pastor yelling and screaming, and it was kind of hard to understand him. And she was like, just kind of making the point, is this the best way to go about preaching? You know what I mean? 
And Especially to someone who was, does not come from right. a screaming pastor, preacher, like which her husband delivery. Is his name Cole? Uh, I'm not sure. I've called him Cole like a thousand times. <laughs> I hope his name's Cole. I'm gonna look like a fool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's the first not. Time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's not from like the same background as she. Right, is. and right. so she had him in the video, like, and he's kind of sitting there, like, what? What is this? Right. What are we doing? Well, the the fundamental Pentecostal crowd went on the warpath. And some of the attacks that mm-hmm. I saw against her were flat out despicable. Right. And they began attacking uh, people that are associated with her, which was Don Van Zant. Uh, he has a podcast called The Lost Mission, which is good. Uh, I've listened to it a couple of times. He comes from the same kind of background. Right. And he does this whole thing of breaking down topics and stuff as well. Because like a Bible teaching podcast is very good. He's actually supposed to be on the show at some time. Oh, cool. Uh, at some point. But... And so then I, I noticed there was kind of like some offshoot discussions. And if you know me, I go deep on these. <laughs> I got to right. watch this car wreck, man. And you like to go down the rabbit I hole. I do. You love that. <laughs> I do. So I started looking at some of these other posts and things. And I actually saw, so there's actually at least three people that I know of from the Pentecostal movement that have done this. Right. Like as far as step out, start podcasts, and start trying to reach people. Okay. There was this other fellow. And the attacks that started coming against him was probably the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life to the point Especially where from church people. Yes. Yeah. From people defending the fundamental side, they went, researched his background mm. record, his record, found felonies that he had from 10 years ago. Right. And were posting it online saying, oh, is this the same guy that's in here causing all this trouble and whining? And he's oh like, Yes, that's me. I'm open about it. He's like, that's what God saved he me from. He doesn't hide it either. In no, fact, he doesn't. He's like, this is me. This is who I am. And I'm still forgiven and loved by God. He's embraced it. Yeah. Right. He embraces it. He's forgiven. And uses it as a testimony to say, this is what God brought me from. Right. But they were that's bringing so that up. It, it flat up, like it almost made me sick to my was, stomach. And not only did they attack him, Phil, they were going after his family. Yes, they his were. His wife. And like it it, it got to that's the point that, that this poor man, he was like, he said, if you're going to attack me, that's one thing. He said, but you're now attacking my family. He said, this is going too far. And, and this is usually where I always end up stepping in on these podcasts. But uh, so right there, that proves that they don't have a Christ-like spirit. No. Right? Because why, if you don't agree with somebody and you think that they're sinning, why are you going to attack them further instead of showing them love, trying to bring them in, just like we were taught to do? Uh But instead, no. Instead, no, they're going to to do this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and play these stupid little games like we're a bunch of middle school kids. And and that's absolutely ridiculous. So in my opinion... Yeah, their church ought to close if that's the way that they're acting. Well, it's, it's, it's disgusting. Like mom even said, because my parents have been through some crazy stuff. But um, like mom said, she said, Jesus forgives. There is no doubt about that. Jesus forgives, but man does not. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I thought it was just ridiculous to, to bring up something that that's already covered. That's already right. been forgiven, man. Oh, yeah. That's 10 years even ago. Even if the things that I'm going to do 10 years from now are forgiven. Yeah. I mean, like, they're, why are they're we already still dwelling on the past? The, like the blood of Jesus already. The sacrifice was paid. Exactly. You know, exactly. if you do something I'm forgiven. Now, no matter what I do, I am forgiven. Jesus knows what I'm going to do, and not intentionally, but He knows what I'm going to do ten years from now, and He's still going to be like, you know what? 
I still died for her. Yeah. I still love her. I still want to yep. go to heaven or still want her to come to heaven with me. Like where that is the beauty of forgiveness. And when they don't choose to partake in that, that, and, and, oh. and see what you just said right there. That is the case. All you got to do is ask yeah. for forgiveness. Exactly. So instead of saying, Hey, you know, you did this. And then they're thinking, you know, if you, and like Phil points out all the time, I act like these people think rationally, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, in, in a, in, you know, a normal Christian's mind, they're going to be, they're going to think about that. Right. You know, the, the, um, the whole point of grace and they'll think, okay, well this happened 10 years ago. If he claims that he is asked for forgiveness and that he has moved past this, then that's what we take it as. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we don't worry about that. Yep. Instead, they're digging up old, old wounds and all that stuff and bringing that out yeah. and attacking him. And like you said, that is absolutely disgusting. Well, let me be clear too. These weren't like, these weren't charges of murder or child molest or anything no. like that. It, it was, was like, like some battery. vandalism or something. So I think he tried was to. like a battery or something. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Forgive me. You, you can get like the, sm- anything can become battery if I'm not mistaken. Like just even the smallest thing. Well, but let's That's, not. Yeah. So I, like. I'm not even trying to dismiss what he did. No. To me, it's just like, it's covered, dude. And why are you as right. a, yeah. exactly. a quote, religious person trying to throw that up in his face to win an argument? And really, to me, it's like, because you realize that your argument cannot stand. It's just like how we've talked before. They do the same thing that people do right. with politics yep. because they're losing their yep. argument. So right. then what do they do? They resort back to attacking somebody's yep. character. Yep. You're and that, that is the There's, lowest, yep. that is the lowest level of scum whenever they do stuff like that. That is absolutely ridiculous. Well, and that's a good way to go back into this Joe Rogan thing. Cause we talked about that briefly. But I don't know if you wanted to jump back into well, that. Actually, can but, you had something you was getting ready to say. Go ahead. Oh, I know. I was going to say that, you know, they say that they believe in, you know, grace and mercy, you know, from God and stuff. But then they they don't uh, they don't show any of that uh, themselves. No grace, no mercy. It's just, right. you know, let's dig up something from 10 years ago. That's just it's unbelievable. It really is. I know. And really, the whole reason I wanted to bring this up was the guy that was getting attacked like that. He said look, to the good people that are still in this movement, your silence is not doing anybody any good. No. And that's what I'm, the whole reason for me really bringing this all up was to try to say, yes, there's good people in these movements. Right. But those good people need to stand up against the garbage that does happen. Yep. And it does happen. Because even silence is an action. It is. It's a yeah, choice. It shows that you're spineless and that you can't think for yourself. Yeah. You go right along with the rest of the sheep. Because, I mean, and why didn't anybody else comment on their, um, to him who is forgiven much, is, you know, loves much? Well, there, there were some people uh, bringing up that defense. To me, there's a saying, and I can't remember who said it, but um, it goes something like, the only thing that is necessary for evil to prevail is for good men to do nothing. Oh, man, that's good. That's yeah. the only thing it takes. Yeah, I mean, if you just sit around and don't push back even if you don't agree with what they're doing it's still going to come to pass because you're not doing anything to stop mm-hmm. it yeah. yeah yeah and and the sad thing is too they see this and they refuse to take any action against it so therefore they are still entrenching their children in this do nothing stand by let someone else like you know be the ones who become the outcast because they spoke up and that's that's where someone else told me they said you know 
you're kind of a little more of a spokesman than what other people are because you're not afraid to say anything. Who, me? Us in general. Oh, us in, okay. We're more outspoken. Um, we say what we feel, and we're not going to be yes men. Right. Now. And that's where the, the Holiness Church, they get a lot of their people because they're yes men. My dad has said the same thing. It's easier to sit back, yes. let someone else pay your bills because you're saying, yeah, I'll do that. I'll wear that. I'll do this. I'll do that. No, of course, you're going to support, right. get someone supported in that way. Kanan, this is a conversation, man, you also had um, when you say, miss, that we are outspoken. Right. I want to make it very clear that I am not a Bible teacher nor a preacher and should not be taken as such as a final authority on anything. Right. No, because you're a drunkard. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm I'm glad you brought I'm glad you brought that up because I was actually gonna I was actually thinking about this. Uh, I had somebody uh, a little while back say something about that. You know, like how you know if you put yourself in a role like kind of like we have done, you know that that brings on a big responsibility and uh and i agree with that mm-hmm. and and i agree with what you said you know we're not teachers we're not you know what we're not preachers whatever but um i listened to a podcast it's a uh it's a real estate podcast and it says on there it has like a little uh has a lady that comes on it's like a little commercial and it says um don't take any of our uh, any of our, our advice um, literal or personal advice or, you know, and it kind of goes through the list that way you can't kind of come back on them and be like, well, you gave me, you know, faulty information or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So I guess me saying that, I mean, should I stop listening to my real estate podcast? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no. like well, and the, you, you know, know, people are like, people are like, oh my, you know, oh, it comes with such a great responsibility. You shouldn't ever say anything. It's like, okay, well then you probably shouldn't listen to any podcast then. It comes with great responsibility, but honestly, does it? Because what we're talking about, we're living, and it's not hard to live what we're talking because it's where you're supposed to be. You're not being forced to do a bunch of crazy stuff that's going to make you fall off the bandwagon because it's too hard. We're living comfortably where we're supposed to be. So if that's the case, then there's, there's, uh, there's nothing really that you have to be Worried about leading somebody else astray. You know what I mean? Well, like the same thing yes, can be said for medical not. doctors, too. Doctors don't know everything that's going on. Right. But they do give advice. Okay. Yeah. So we can give what we think, what we can call advice, I guess. Um, someone can take yeah. it as such. But at it, the end of the opinions. day, they have to take it to heart as to if they want to act on it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, just because yes. a doctor says you need to quit steak, does that mean I'm not going to go out there and buy a steak? Heck no, I'm still going to buy, go buy my steak. But that's my choice. And I still, mm-hmm. I, I'm adult enough to be able to make that decision. Right. So yeah. does that go along with it, what you're it, saying? <laughs> it, it's not that, it's not that, like, I'm not trying to, like, boss you into this right you know or, or tell you this is how you've got to live this is the right. only way that you can live I, we're just on here saying hey this is what's worked for us you know right we, we feel clear in what we do um this sure. is our opinions you can take them you can leave them right. i really don't right. care what you do with them and you know? just so, because it works for you and your walk with god does not mean it's not gonna or it will work for someone else in their walk with god okay and yeah, if absolutely. for the person that is still in the church holiness movement this podcast may not be for you, and that is completely fine. But it will Absolutely. be for someone, and if it helps one person, we are very happy with that, and we will stand by that. 
Well, the way I look yes. at it is um, I'm not trying to be some kind of Bible teacher because a guy did come no. at me with that the other day. He was like, well, if you're uh, we trying to be a Bible teacher there, you better make sure that you know the definition of drunkenness before you start leading people astray. He was just wanting to fight, and he'll probably listen to this. Yep. He listened to the last one. And i got a few more things we can say about that. But uh-huh. um, my whole thing is what we say on here is what I say to people in regular conversation. Right, like if right. I'm sitting around. Oh, we're not we're yeah. not hiding behind a microphone. No. Not hiding behind a we're microphone? Not, we're not like you, uh, you keyboard warriors, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, and, and, that's, and that is the thing. I mean, I'm that way in every aspect of my life. Whatever I say, I will say whether that person's in front of me or not because. Yes. And I like what you said, John. You said, you know, it's not hard to live. We we live like this daily. Like, right. it's not like, uh, you know, it says, oh, it comes with such great responsibility. Okay, maybe a little bit, but this is how I live all the time. Like, I'm not changing anything. Like, right. I'm not, I'm <laughs> not like, one person one minute and somebody the next. You like, know, like, like yeah. that, that analogy kind of fits when you're pastor of a CHM church that's so far extreme that, you know, you're having to hold up all these clothing standards and these uh, life standards and all this stuff. You know, okay, well, now I have to do this, you know, even though I don't necessarily might not be behind it or whatever. At that point, you know, then that's that's kind of a different story. But if anything, you, it's harder for them to put on that outward appearance. Exactly. While that, trying to do the inward instead of being themselves like in their purest form like while trying to worry about well, their think, soul i think his whole thing um the guy that was that was yelling this at us on his <laughs> keyboard, was that to make sure that we're teaching somebody according to the bible and and that was my whole thing of wanting to make very clear and and i do try to say this in these discussions that we have i could be wrong i don't think i am but mm-hmm. i could be wrong and the whole reason for me to like have these like right. to tell people about this kind of stuff is to encourage them to think for themselves mm-hmm. well, and get into the Bible yes. themselves yes. and you read know, the Bible, yes. get into it. And you know what that sounds like to me is the way that we used to be in that church. We grew up. What that guy does is whatever he's told in church. That's what he believes. And he's not digging yep. to find out whether or not it's true because you don't have to say, you know, this is just my opinion. You know, you need to find out for yourself. If you have rational mm-hmm. Christians that you're talking to, mm-hmm. because they're going to go do that themselves because that's what you're supposed to do. Right. But whenever you just take someone else's word like, for it. Like if somebody was to take everything we said on this podcast and that's what they are trying to live their life by, oh, Lord they've made me. this podcast their religion. Yeah. yeah. No, you know, please don't, don't do that. And so, and so whenever, right. whenever you listen to whatever the preacher says in church and that is all you live by, you've made that preacher basically your religion because that's right. what you're basing your whole life off of. So you have to go and look it for yourself. So we might be wrong or maybe the, the way that you have to live your life is different from what we say. Right. Mm-hmm. But you have to find that out for yourself. And if whenever you do that, then you're not going to have we're, we don't have to worry about whether we tell you wrong or not, because you go and double yeah, check it. Double check us. You're exactly right. And, and that's, you know, everything that, that we say on here. We try, our, you know, I mean, I'm assuming you guys do. 
<laughs> in my person, when I come up with these ideas of things, you know, right. or my biblical stance on things, it's not like I just ran out there and was like, huh, I think this sounds good. I'm going to believe this. No. Right. This is like digging into scripture. I thought you went out into the woods Fine. and found a post and said, oh, look, it says this. We should do that. It's it's like, you know, this is what I read in scripture. It's what it says. Mm-hmm. And this is how I see that it should be applied. Right. Am I wrong? I don't think so. But it, it's quite obvious. I like what Mark Lowry said that time. He was naming off all those denominations. He's like, somebody's wrong. Right. <laughs> see, and that's the thing. And But if you were to confront each one of those ones, they'd be like, we're not wrong. We're not wrong. We're not wrong. Well, there's and, disagreement. Yeah. Right. And it all turns into this argument. And I'm like, can't you guys like a, agree to disagree about something? No, they're going to be like, well, our group's the ones making it to heaven. The other one's not making it to heaven. And I'm like, yeah, we're the ones making it to heaven. Someone's off here, man. <laughs> we're going to make it to heaven. Therefore, we're so separate that the termites in our church won't rub shoulders with the church down the road. Yeah. Is everybody okay? Yeah. Hey man, right there. Hey man, right there. Oh, but goodness. I mean, I knew this was going there. But I mean, and that's and that's what happens though, right? Well, our our group's right, and even though we want to make sure everybody makes it to heaven, I'm going to segregate you all because you're not right. So instead of showing you love and trying to bring you to the right way, we're just going to shun you. How about that? You know, I am I not, think that'll work. I am not arrogant enough to think that I have everything figured out to a T. Right. To me, that takes that takes some kind of and guts. Like, whew, and wow, this, and that takes just, some guts. Some and this just came to <laughs> this just came to my mind too, though. Is God doesn't expect perfect, right? He don't expect it. He don't expect you to have everything figured out, and he doesn't expect you to live your life perfectly. No man is perfect. There is only one perfect man, and he's the Good one point. that's interceding for us. So. What God's expecting is what he gives you, follow that with all your heart. You're going to make mistakes. We're human. It's going to happen. He's not expecting perfection. Just what he shows you, you follow that. The thing is, though, too, is he's not necessarily going to point out it. At least he has it to me or really anybody that I know. He's not going to lay out every step throughout your day that you're going to have to do, you know, you still have to go on your own and make your yeah. own choices. Right. And sometimes you're going to make the wrong choice. Right. Sometimes yeah. you're going to make the right one. And, but sure. that's okay because that's what he wants us to do. And he doesn't expect us to be a perfect Christian, a perfect person because that in the human, uh, the human aspect is not achievable. Right. But yeah. you well, just give all that you have. And, and, and that is all God expects of you is to try your hardest. Yeah, that's that's the best way I know how to summarize it is when you get saved, really what a Christian walk is to me is become a believer and try your hardest. Right. And the thing of it is, Jesus, the perfect one, died for the imperfect, mm-hmm. knowing yes. we were imperfect and knowing we would not be perfect ever right. until we make it to heaven. Yeah. And that's love. Do you want to hear some of these? I, I probably should respond to some of these accusations. Yep, send them on. Send them on, brother. Let's, Kaden, let's you want take to hear them some, head on. You want to hear some accu- <laughs> I, got some very, I got some very strong questions for you, sir. Yes. Here <laughs> we go. I told oh, these no. guys that I would that I would uh, bring these up on the podcast to try to respond to them better. Um, Do I, we know who these people are? No. And, and let me be uh, – oh, boy. 
I don't know if I want to edit this out or not. I'm not going to say their names. Okay, that's fine. For the, for the main reason, the, the things that these guys were saying, the ways that they were treating people, mm-hmm. I don't want anybody coming across that. It was disgusting. Yeah. And I just want to say to those guys, rethink your tactics, bud. Yeah. Let me say that. Let me say that nicer. Rethink. No, no don't don't say it nicer because was they thinking about about being nice or generous when they was talking when to they that were, guy when they were bringing up his arrest records exactly yeah, so then they need to take it they need level. to take it just like they dished it out if they can't take it if they can't take the heat then get off the stove well i just want to say especially if yeah, you're john you tell him you tell him to get out of the kitchen <laughs> well, I'm, john you what, I'm, I'm fired up over here <laughs> hey man I, I, hey I, man that's tonight okay Calling yourself a Christian, and I think at least one of these guys does. I don't know about the other one, which always kind of uh, baffles me a little bit when right. somebody says, I'm not a Christian. However, this is what the Bible says, and this is how you should do it. So I'm not sure if this other guy was in. <laughs> Did they <laughs> now, say that? I've seen several comments like that aimed yeah. at yeah. Brian Holness. And I, and I, I know they some people that are that it. way. I know some people that are that way that will tell you how to live your life, but then they're, they don't even claim to be a Christian. And, and so yeah. here's... Here's the main thing I want to say to those guys. Claiming to be a Christian and treating somebody like that is flat out unacceptable. And we're calling you out on it. Yep. It's crap. And I, I, the main reason me and Kanan talked about this, I don't want to give you any notoriety as far as names. I don't want the world exposed to any more of that than they have to be. Yeah, we, we don't need minimize we don't need, right. exposure to negativity. Especially, right. Sure. Especially the kind of Christians we're trying to talk to. They're already in a fragile state they've seen this crap if you yeah. will oh, that's good. and, yeah, that's and true. so you know you expose them to that and and that's that's just not something else we'll you give need. them more but also like you said Christians. we're not going to give them any kind of fame by giving them their name we're just <laughs> right. going to let them lie over there right. in the dust and so uh really the way that the the attack on us started was the same guy that brought up the arrest record went to my profile because i had commented something very very nice Mm-hmm. I try to be as nice as I can be. Right. But when I seen the whole pulling up the arrest record thing, I was like, really? I just kind of commented and apologized to the dude. I'm like, look, I am sorry, man, that these people, you know, thank God for forgiveness and, you know, right. that that life's done. Right. Well, then this, then this same guy that pulled up his arrest record must have went to my profile where I had just posted our um, podcast episode called Google and Guinness. Uh-huh. where we talked about our thoughts on alcohol use. And so he then posted. And how Jesus made wine. Yeah. He posted that episode in the comments section. And I'm like, how about y'all listen oh, twice and keep yeah. that ad money yeah. rolling yeah. in? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody the listen money. to that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, dude. You were trying to tear us down, but you actually building us up. We appreciate it. Well, the funny thing is, didn't Natalie say, she's like, if you want to hate, that's fine. She said, you're sharing it and you are giving us exposure. <laughs> yeah. Thank it, you very so much. They Next. might be trying to like share our podcast to hate on us, but who knows? The right person might listen to that podcast like, and something might click right. and be like, hey. I'm not necessarily stuck here. Well, I know something's working, right. and I didn't. We haven't announced this yet, but we charted. We hit the podcast charts yes. for Canada and the United States yes, in our what our subcategory. So something's working. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dang right. <laughs> <laughs> but they so the they had a few questions. I'll say it nicely. Questions about our beliefs on alcoholism, and um, uh, so this guy posted, he said, you're, you're going to love this one. Here's a link to Mr. Sparks' podcast, if you can stomach listening to it. Woo-woo. 
He does appear to be a sipping saint. Well, at least he called me a saint. <laughs> Jesus, even Jesus was right. sipping. Jesus was sipping too. So moving on, or or at least approves of it. Not only this, but his podcast is rife, all caps, with mockery of those in the holiness movement. I thought these guys were opposed to mocking. I wonder if the Berean supporters will pile on him for mockery as well. Oh boy, this is long. Something tells me they will. They will not. I will be surprised if any will acknowledge their hypocrisy and repent of it. Hypocrisy. <laughs> Is this guy say he's a Christian? I, I. You don't know. Trina, it's hard to tell. It anymore. doesn't sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like what Phil said. It's hard to tell anymore. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Okay. He goes on. At this point, I do not know who the biggest jokes are. The frauds in the HM holiness movement because they're in the broad. We're in the little subcategory, CHM. CHM, the Holy Spirit. The, okay. yeah. uh, the frauds in the HM who cannot live up to their own standards, or the guys like Mr. Sparks with their feigned piety, belly aching and whining over the HM. The more these guys real, reveal themselves, the more I realize why they were rejected by people in the HM. Something tells me it has more to do with their sin not being approved of rather than their issues with standards. <laughs> oh, my. So, uh, he just need, uh, yeah, we need to find that podcast uh, where we discussed the reason why we got booted out of the of that CHM church that we attended for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. Had nothing to do. Uh, I mean, good grief. We At was, all with alcohol or anything. We, I wasn't even a teenager yet. No. I wasn't even a teenager yet. I was still a hardcore CHM follower. Exactly. And they, for some reason, had it in their mind that we were troublemakers and they booted us out. At what, 11 years old or whatever? Yeah, I would. I All I know, I don't know the age. All I know is I was not a teenager yet because when I was a teenager is when we, we moved to a different area. So we was no longer at that church. So our mom and dad, hardcore CHM followers. Had been they, their entire lives. They wouldn't and even go to Texas Roadhouse. Oh, so, that was a that was a big no, thing. With, nowhere, with us at the time. nowhere yeah. that would serve alcohol. Yeah, we did our best to shop where they didn't serve alcohol until right. Walmart started selling it, and then there really was no place to go after that that didn't sell it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were hardcore CHM. No, I mean, there was no straying away. You know, it was we followed those standards, and the church kicked us out anyhow because they didn't like us. Yeah. Canaan, so then I just resorted s- to being a drunk. So, I mean, are you a sipping? Are you saint? a sipping saint, Canaan? Sipping saint? No, I mean I'm just a saint. I, I'm, I'm a chugging <laughs> saint. Chugging saint. A chugging saint. I'm oh a chugging God. saint. Man, I just want to say, I just want to say, I apologize to. Um, Absolutely no one. <laughs> I want to say I apologize to the groups that you know because the groups that I hung around where I think um, they weren't as bad as like the groups that you guys hung around. But I'll, I'll tell you what, I don't even know if the groups you guys hung around, if they would even act like this guy is acting right here. Like this, yeah, this, right. this, guy, I would right agree. Here, this guy here, he's on a whole different playing field, man. I've never seen anything like it. Right. Well, it does tend to get, it. it I would say it gets worse as we go on here. If you yeah, want we'll me, bring it on. Oh, right. keep going. Bring it on. It gets worse. Because uh, I did tell him I would address his stuff on the podcast. So, you know, because I hate trying to type out long oh, yeah. responses. Yeah. Just listen to me talk We're and, looking and forward rip you to apart. His response, <laughs> Thank you for listening. So then the other uh, the other guy chimes in and uh, tags me. Phil Sparks, 
And he had a list here. Number one is drunkenness of sin. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, it is. There, there is no there yes. is no getting around that. We, we are very sure about that. Then he goes on to define drunkenness. Okay. Number two, drunkenness is when human blood contains more C2H5OH than the liver can oxidize. I'm pulling this up. You're pulling this up? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, we have to have our tactics. Number to. three, the average human liver can oxidize only seven ounces of beer per hour. Number four, that boils down. Man, we're really like slacking. (laughs) Well, uh, obviously, Kanan's liver goes into overdrive just to try to keep his body functioning. (laughs) (laughs) That's a joke, people. That's a joke. (laughs) Oh, man. uh, so, so on that, on yeah. where what did he define drunkenness as? I'm sorry, I was reading drunkenness uh, when the human blood contains more C C two H five O H. I'm sure that stands for something, but I'm not familiar with that. Then the liver can oxidize. Is that alcohol basically? Is that so this the formula is, this for alcohol? Is, uh, I think it's a formula of alcohol. This is coming from uh, Oxford Dictionary. All right, okay. give it to me. Drunkenness: a state of being intoxicated. What is considered drunkenness? The state of an individual whose mind is affected by the consumption of alcohol. Drunkenness is a consequence of drinking intoxicating liquors to such an extent as to alter the normal condition of an individual and significantly reduce his capacity for rational action and conduct. Significantly reduce. Significantly reduce. And that comes from Oxford Dictionary. Now, that's not the new... original king james but that is the oxford dictionary of our english language okay and and Um, on that the bible does talk about um you know wine that makes glad the heart of man and um so obviously to me when it says that you're feeling some of the effects if you're using it in the in the biblical way but you can feel the effects right and not be drunk and not be drunk right Yes. <laughs> so uh, his list number four that boils down to one point one ounces of beer every ten minutes. A bottle of beer is twelve ounces. It should take you about two hours per bottle of beer in order to not be drunk. Do you drink your beers that slowly? False. False. It takes one hour per drink for the body to get rid of that. And you learn that. Of course, I've learned more about that with my uh, with my medical career. However, that is what you learn right off the bat whenever you first start getting your driver's permit. Right. That mm-hmm. That's also from the uh, West Virginia DMV. Mm-hmm. One drink per hour. Now, that's one shot. That's one beer. That's one, one glass, glass of wine. Of wine. Right. That, so one bourbon, what, one scotch, <laughs> one beer. Therefore, three hours. <laughs> three hours. And then before I had responded to that, he said, it sounds as if the hillbillies had downed a few cold ones before that broadcast. You could tell that they were not familiar with John 2 at all as they stumbled through it. One guy Gracious. had to, <laughs> one guy had to ask him one guy had to ask them where they were at in the Bible. That was me. I came in and asked you what you know where you were reading from. No, what it was is where are we where you asked where was we at because yeah. you had stepped out to use the bathroom and grab your other Bible and you didn't know where we was at in the podcast because we had a schedule to follow. Well, and no, I, I ask you, I ask you, like, where you were reading from? You know, exactly. Like, clarify because we because we can be what? bouncing all over the place. Like, so. our conversation is like a pinball going back and forth right. and like all over. So and forgive then, us well, if and you I, can't I, I follow did. our ADHD minds here while we are hyper <laughs> and, and focused. So, this is this is a perfect example 
of how much of a fool you make yourself out to be when you make assumptions. He just assumed that you were sitting there the entire time yeah, and was completely lost as to where we was at in the Bible. Well, and I'll be honest with you. I don't have all the chapters and verses memorized in the whole no. Bible. Forget yeah. does, no. does this guy? <laughs> I'm guessing not. I, really no. I know the general no. areas, no. but no. Is there uh, and, any reference to me in there? Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, Just in case you're wondering, that's the voice of the redheaded wonder. Put her in the right. comments. And I'm pregnant, too, so I am really interested in oh, seeing what he has oh, to say. Oh, yeah, you know, forbid. we're raising another one up that's just going to miss it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're done. Oh. The other guy chimed in. He said, one thing I find laughable is how these, quote, drunken Christians. It was anybody drunk? No, no. no. I was I, 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 was I don't pregnant know. Then. I am currently pregnant now. I, Are we drunk right now? <laughs> no. I, I I honestly don't remember that podcast. I could have been. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. No, that was no, a no. joke. No. I feel like I feel like with these things, we have to make it clear. For, we should start. Remember how Rush Limbaugh would say, "For those of you in Rio Linda," and then he would explain something really stupid. <laughs> we should be for the fundamentalists in the back. Yeah, that was a joke. Uh. No, drunkenness is a sin. We've already said, and but they keep coming back to this. Um, because that's the only thing they can focus on is drunkenness. Right. They act like you cannot take a sip of anything and you'll be instantly drunk. Well, and here's the thing too. Do, do according they not practice to practice self-control? According to this guy's own um, definition of drunkenness, which was wrong, but even according to his, you can drink and not be drunk. Right. Right. So he just shot himself in the foot. He just proved my point. What was his definition? Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. (laughs) So his definition of it was like you're drinking too much that your body cannot filter out the alcohol, right? More than the liver can ox. I don't know. Okay. He he comes back up here a little a little bit later. He gives me a a paper to look up, and I looked it up, and it referenced nothing. Back up. Oh no. Yeah. (laughs) Bless his heart. Um. One one thing I find laughable is how these drunken Christians somehow equate biblical wine, oinos, to draft beer and hard liquor. I hear this all the time while street preaching in front of bars to fornicators, homosexuals, and party animals. So, that's the name of my... That's I'm a the, dang party animal. <laughs> that's the name of my uh, new album, Fornicators, Homosexuals, and Party Animals. It was also a joke for the fundamentalists. <laughs> Just in case you don't know by now what a joke is, this is a joke. They this don't. is a joke. They don't know. Uh, somehow these guys believe the miracle at the wedding feast gives them a license to binge, drink, and get plastered. Straw oh, man what? argument. Did we? Yeah. Do, we does any of us believe that? that? So no. And and something that stood out there too is talking about the marriage wine, mm-hmm. and then oh, okay, well that's that's free and clear to drink. Draft beer and hard liquor. We never did. We did. We ever say that? No, we did not. We was literally talk. We had like a twenty minute discussion on the marriage wine. That's what we was talking about wine. Well, and I and and of course we did say okay. I'm talking about we alcohol did, in general. We did say alcohol, but that's what's in wine. That's what's in wine. And, so but, that's what we was talking too, about to show just how ignorant. Forgive me, and I don't mean it like I'm bad mouthing, but I, I kind of am. Um, yeah, I was about to say wine is stronger than beer. It let's, is. Let, like, let's talk about that because it's like what twelve percent, maybe like wine, depending on which one it is. Yeah, be anywhere 12, from twelve percent is a good average percent alcohol per like you know whatever ounce. 
Okay, your average beer is how much? Six percent. Okay, so we're you talking said that two awful quick. times what? <laughs> I did. Did I not? I was going to say five, but it works. So, so do they not realize that you're? This is the one of wine the, is more potent than beer. So, like, uh, if anything, yeah, I think I'm going to drink beer instead of wine. This is one of the common arguments that is used um, against drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. So, whenever. Some people do see the point, yes, okay, it was alcoholic. But, and and I don't know my history well enough on this uh, to be able to verify everything, but to me, you really don't have to to shoot down this argument. So they'll say that back in that period of history, they right. would take the wine and dilute it. Okay. So therefore, it's, it's not as strong. Wine. It's okay. still a percentage My wine. thing is, big deal, it's still alcohol. And hey, yes, what what does that change? Well, it, what does that change? You're exactly right, because they'll say it was almost impossible. I've heard this argument before. I'm not saying that this guy said that, but these kind of arguments usually they will say this. It was almost impossible to get drunk from that. It's like, then why were they yelling at people for getting drunk? People were getting drunk because the Bible says over and over, don't get drunk. Right. So I don't care how weak the wine was. People were still able to get drunk off of it because they were getting drunk off of it. Exactly. And they're still not. <laughs> so you mean, okay. So they mean to tell me that the best wine Jesus made at the wedding, they went and they were watering down this really, really good wine when they discovered it was good stuff. Well, and, and here again, like being sensible here, here again, <laughs> here again, I want to reference yeah. what Phil says over here. We assume these people think rationally when they do not. Yeah, if if you're at a wedding and like this is obviously an alcoholic wedding because you know Jews love their wine, okay? Like they're actually known for it because they have like different wines for juice juice that they have. Anyways, you mean to tell me you're going to take really really good wine and you're going to dilute it with some nasty water? I don't know. I, it doesn't I, sound reasonable. It, it no, right. it doesn't sound reasonable. But the but biggest to me, thing is like what we said. Even if they watered it down, what does that change? They're still consuming right. alcohol. They right. Are. It doesn't matter how minimal that was or how diluted that was. You're uh, still consuming it. You're still consuming the alcohol. And like you said, people were getting drunk. Right. So, therefore. To me, it's best. Yeah. It's best not to get in the weeds with that. Because right. they, they uh, people that have um, a lot of these arguments like this, they try to just they make them so complicated to where you find yourself fighting over here and you're like, what am I fighting this for? This means nothing. Right. Let's all bring this back to, they're still drinking alcohol. They could get drunk. And like his definition of drunkenness, like how he tried to get into all that scientific stuff, what he will say is, oh, well, you don't even know what this means. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's not the point. You know, you're trying to use this to create another rebuttal by whenever we, you know, would dispute his claim that he's going to say, oh, well, do you know what this is? And the next thing we know, you know, like you said, we're over here because we're arguing with him about it doesn't matter whether or not we know this definition. Right. And we're not talking about the drunkenness part. Right. So, right. I mean, now i tell you what I'm going to do. I wanted to, before the next podcast, I want to research all that stuff. And I will find okay. out exactly what he's talking about, and then next podcast... I'll send you the stuff, the links for this. Yeah, do that. And then I will explain exactly everything he was saying and what that meant. And then we can go on about it. Yeah. yeah. Use your medical books 
Like yeah. you, you never thought you'd be using them. <laughs> yeah. Again. <laughs> there was a couple other points that I did want I did want to answer briefly. Right. Um he asked me, did Onos ever refer to non alcoholic wine in the Bible? Um it seems like it depends on who you read after. The people that believe that you can't drink will say yes. But but the thing from and then other people will be like, no, Oinos, which was the Greek term. There was another term because the New Test the Old Testament was written in Hebrew. There's different times in the Bible where it says wine and it'll say new wine. So to me, if this was a big deal that they wanted to that God wanted to prove that Jesus made non-alcoholic wine, why wouldn't he have had them write down the word that means new wine, non-alcoholic wine? Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Right. Instead of if there's this word that usually means alcoholic, and I'm not even sure that it can sometimes mean non-alcoholic, but we have this word over here that means non-alcoholic. Right. Why wouldn't it have used that word in scripture? But it right. didn't. Right. There was another because um, I brought up, you know, the the verse in Psalms where it says, you know, wine that makes glad the heart of man. And he he brought to me this formula, which I'm guessing is a formula for alcohol. I do look like Ethanol. a fool on that one. Ethanol. Uh, technical terms, not formula, right? Is that like the? It's a mass molecular mass. I think it's called molecular, molecular mass. There we go. Okay. Um. So what I told him I was what like, degree? what was that real quick? Uh, C two H five O H. Yeah, it's eth- that's ethanol. Okay, continue. So I had said about how you know wine makes glad the heart of man. He he said this. He said it's a, it's a depressant. It does not make anyone glad. Grape juice is high in glucose, which is blood sugar. It is a shot in the arm. False. <laughs> Do you want to go into DKA? <laughs> Drink lots of grape juice. You'll go into DKA. What's Congratulations. Oh, Diabetic ketoacidosis. Yeah. That's when your blood sugar gets so high, your blood becomes acidotic. Well, and, and here's Which is the thing. obviously bad because you don't want acid in your veins. Right. You ask any drunk at a concert if he's happy, and he's going to be like, uh, He yes. is happy. Yes. Obviously, he's used it to excess, which is a sin. <laughs> yes. But it does make glad the heart of man. Yes. It can. You know, and so anyways, I just wanted to hit on some of that. We will never change these guys' mind. Mm-mm. Oh, no. Oh, no. But there may have been and some I'm, people sitting around that had not. the same thoughts. Right. I'm fine with that. They're just like, they're not going to change my mind when they tell me that taking a sip of wine is going to make you drunk. No. If they are that closed-minded that they believe that, I'm sorry. They need to go back to school and get a little more education. I don't care if you do know the molecular mass or whatever. How do we say that? Of that. Right. Yeah. So (laughs) what he give you, C2H5OH, that is literally the molecular compound for ethanol so in the periodic table of elements Mm -hmm. all that stuff that is the uh title if you will based upon the periodic table like h2o Uh, is for water exactly okay that's what this is for ethanol ethanol is simple alcohol it is the alcohol that we all know that has that alcohol smell okay that is ethanol so Instead of trying to make yourself sound intelligent and throw stuff over our head like how we initially assumed you were trying to do, <laughs> why didn't you just say it was simple alcohol? You know what I mean? Is that there again? True. Try to get the high ground. Exactly. Yeah. There again. And he would have another argument. Oh, you don't even know what this means. I it, don't it, care. Now looking at it, it's like is my stuff isn't in, you know, molecular science. My stuff is in something that actually, you know, matters a lot. That's yeah. that's uh uh, health science, <laughs> but um, 
But like I say, I'm going to research it and all that stuff, and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get back to it on the next podcast. That sounds good. We'll go in real in-depth. I like it. And about like how much the liver can can handle and all that stuff. We'll really, we'll really get it. We'll get down with it. We'll get down. And see, the thing is for me, this kind of goes back to what I talked about with my buddy. Right. I know I'm not going to change this guy's mind, but the reason for okay. going into this, there may be other people sitting around who had the same questions. Right. right. Now they're not going to be as, you know, like this guy here. He he had a smart remark. Like I didn't read half of his comments. He had a smart remark every time he'd post something. Pretty much. I'm not going to change his mind. He's dug in. Right. He will never and he, more than likely change his mind. And the more you respond to him, the happier he's going to be. Yes. He just wants to fight. He likes that. Yep. All right. Enough of that church stuff. Let's uh-huh. get back to Joe Rogan. Okay. We said we was going to go through this. Right. I'll make my donut. You're over there chowing on a donut. <laughs> You're eating that cream-filled one. Hey, damn good. Dude, this is... I thought it was going to be another original. No. Nope. Nah, man. It's, it's an actual good. hole-in-the-middle donut with cream. It's cream-filled. I know. I love it. It's There's something cool about it. Thing. Anybody listen to the news, of course, has been hearing Joe Rogan all over the news lately, and what we're yes. seeing, my opinion... What we're seeing is basically this campaign to take him down. Cancel culture. Because it went from, initially, he's spreading misinformation. And they had a list of, what, 200, quote, doctors. Who weren't all On doctors. that list of people they were telling us were doctors, were nurses, physicians assistants, like people with, there was a dentist, <laughs> which is a Technically, a doctor. So technically, but, it was they were spreading misinformation themselves. But, but, right. Okay. I'm not sure it's COVID related. You can say this guy's on the front lines of COVID. <laughs> you know? oh, a lot man. of research people. There was a podcaster. Who cares? Um, I don't know if they had a doctor or whatever. But anyways, so the, they started putting pressure on Spotify. Because oh, hey, don't knock podcasters with a doctor because you got one. That's right. I do have one, don't I? Yeah, I got one for the RFP. Yes. Dr. Phil Sparks, honorary doctorate. Honorary doctorate, Um, Phil Sparks. See, you're not the dumbest one in the room. You're the only one with a doctor. That is true. I actually signed that letter. (laughs) But they they started putting pressure on Spotify that Joe Rogan is spreading misinformation. From people who are very, very educated, like 30 years of cardiology and 20 years of something else dr peter mccullough who was on there was and was one of the episodes that caused some of the trouble uh, dr mccullough is the most published doctor mm-hmm. in his field mm-hmm. which is cardiology i believe in history right and we're talking about published in medical journals and stuff like that this mm-hmm. guy is very he's got high credentials right okay you had uh, dr malone mm-hmm. also got high credentials was involved in you the know creation uh yes you know, some of the startup Right. And the in, inventing of the mRNA technology. And they say that they're on their spread misinformation. Now, you can agree or disagree with, with, with those two. Really, our, the whole point here is, is about Rogan's show. He's also had Dr. Rhonda Patrick on there who is very pro-vaccine. He's interviewed, uh, there's been a couple others on there that was pro-vaccine. Right. R- what Joe Rogan does is he gets on there and he asks questions. He's a curious dude. He's very good at running a conversation. I don't know that I've ever seen him look at notes. Yeah. He does a three-hour podcast that they don't edit. Really? I don't think they do. And At least they didn't like when they were on YouTube. Because you would hear him like, we live yet? We live? We live? Okay, we're live. And it would just go, like you don't hear, break, like you'll hear in ours. 
he has. You can hear breaks where it's obvious. Okay, I've probably took something out of there, done something, shifted something around. He has the gift of gab. He has sure. the gift of gab. You do too. Well, I, I mean, I like to talk, but I'm not very smooth at it. It's all right. It well, makes years. it funny. <laughs> he's had years, like in front of the TV, though, to get brushed up on. Yeah, and he's a know. he's a stand up comedian right. too. I mean, you talk and, for a living, and he does commentary for UFC. Fights. Yes, he does. You got to have the gift to gab, do that because yep. you talk the entire fight. Yep. Yep. Exactly. He's very good at like just just keeping it going, just keep yeah. the conversation going, and keeping it interesting. So they started saying, "Well, he's he's spreading misinformation. Mm-hmm. Well, he's getting people from both sides." So, and he he asks tough questions of of all of them right you know and they have young jamie who is the i think technically producer or something like that but basically he's right there running the computer with google on it and if something comes up as questionable he's already searching it right and there's a lot of times rogan has been like oh yeah i was wrong about that because they're pulling it up on the big screen right so they're researching it as as they're talking interviewing okay yes smart so he came under all this pressure from Spotify or from other people. Neil Young said he was going to pull his music. And then there was Joni something. These were honestly people I had never heard of yeah. out, uh, other than Neil Young. Neil Young. I'd heard of Neil Young. <laughs> the only thing I know about Neil Young is the line from Sweet Home Alabama where it says, old Neil Young will remember, Southern man don't need him around anyhow. <laughs> I'm like, that was wow. perfect. Perfect line. We don't need him around anyhow. <laughs> He pulled his stuff. A couple others pulled pulled their songs from Spotify. And so Rogan comes out and he's like, all right, I'm going to try to, if I have somebody on that is against the vaccine, I'm going to try to the very next episode or shortly after have somebody on that's for the vaccine. And Spotify is going to start putting some warning labels on some of my episodes. So basically the fact checkers. <laughs> saying this is misinformation. Uh-huh. And, and honestly, I don't want to say too much because our podcast is hosted by Spotify, by a company that's owned by Spotify. Oh, okay. If they're going to start going on a censorship campaign, I mean, obviously, I don't want us Help to get us. hit with it. So he said that. Then seems to be reasonable enough. We worked this out. What was it? Two days later, boom! Mm-hmm. Video of him starts circulating, where they've took instances of him over the course of his podcast, him saying the N word. And some of it was and like they edited it all together. He was talking about a comedian who was saying the N word. Yeah, he might be quoting somebody. He might be. Right. Saying, he said the N word. So it's like, oh, so we went from misinformation to now mm-hmm. it's Racism. just another way to smear him, yeah. right? Uh, and so then that started. And it, this video was old, but somebody else was like, oh, I'm pulling my stuff because now he's racist. Didn't Whoopi Goldberg say she was pulling stuff too? I Nobody don't cares she, about that cow. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I do not care about it. And I don't think she was Not going to pull anything. I don't think she has anything to pull from Spotify. Well, she had said something about she was pulling something. I, I don't remember. She got pulled off the view. I know that. <laughs> you are right. She, she did. did. Made a few comments of her own. But I've got, this is a really long clip of his, but maybe we can just go through a little bit of it. Okay. And I, I meant to get it in here sooner, but we kind of, you know, conversation went another direction, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Compare this to what he was saying in the interview during the opening of our show. Hello, friends. Um, I'm making this video to talk about the most regretful and shameful thing that I've ever had to talk about publicly. There's a video that's out that's a compilation of me saying the N-word. It's a video that's made of clips taken out of context of me of 12 years of conversations on my podcast, and it's all smushed together, and it looks... 
fucking horrible, even to me. Now, I know that to most people, there is no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word, never mind publicly on a podcast. And I agree with that now. I haven't said it in years, but for a long time. You see, one of the things he would always say about this word is this is basically like, <laughs> I always liked the way he would break it down. He said, this word has so much power over people that mm-hmm. they would just be like, I don't want you making that noise coming out of your face. Right. When you make that certain noise, I lose my crap. It's that, the, this that, is the magic word. This is the word that could get us canceled right now. Right. Could get me fired from my job. It is the magic word. It's like finger nose on a chalkboard. Oh, it's worse than that. I know, but I'm just saying though that that you're, they're complaining about that. And to me, it's like you're given this much power over a word. Yep. Yeah, it's not a nice word. But why? Why does everybody go nuts when I would bring that word up? Like if it would come up in conversation and stay, instead of saying the N word, I would just say the word. I thought as long as it was in context, people would understand what I was doing. Like that context was part of the clip we were talking about Red Fox, how Red Fox said that word on television in the 1970s and how times have changed so much since then. Or about how Richard Pryor used it as one of the titles of one of his albums. Or I was quoting, a- which is true. Richard Pryor did have, it was called like that, um, that crazy N word or something like that. It was the name of Richard Pryor, who was a black comedian, it was the name of his album. Lenny Bruce bit, or I was clo- quoting a Paul Mooney bit, or a, I was talking about how Quentin Tarantino used it repeatedly in Pulp Fiction, or I was talking about how a Netflix executive, ironically, used it because he was trying to compare it to another offensive word and he said it out loud and they fired him see that's the thing and i for, was wow. that uh was that papa john they got yes i think he said it in a as other words as saying this is a bad word don't say this word and he said the word and he got fired for it and all of a sudden boof like you said the magic word you're, you're out you're out oh my not calling anybody or just saying the word out loud I was also talking about how there's not another word like it in the entire English language because it's a word where only one group of people is allowed to use it and they can use it in so many different ways. Like if a white person says that word, it's racist and toxic, but a black person can use it and it could be a punchline. It could be a term of endearment. It could be lyrics to a rap song. It could be a positive affirmation. It's a very unusual word. But it's not my word to use. I'm well aware of that now. But for years, I used it in that manner. I never used it to be racist because I'm not racist. But whenever you're in a situation where you have to say, I'm not racist, you up. That makes no sense to me. No, not at all. We are called, people in general are called racist all the time. Yeah. Right. So if I say, oh, I'm not racist, no, it doesn't mean I just messed up somehow. It's a statement, and people end up using it as an accusation with no evidence. We live in a pansy society is the yeah. problem. Yeah, absolutely. That's the problem. And and that goes on for a while. I think we've like, honestly I'm, played the... Like after that, like I, I kind of lose a lot of respect for him. Because it bothered me. Because he's given in to the cancel culture. Yeah. And here's here's what either he doesn't realize or maybe this is, you know, I'm sure he's talking to lawyers and stuff behind the scenes. They will not stop. No. This no, is they not going to stop. They it. won't stop until he's gone. 
Like, just like how the clip at the beginning of the show, if, if you censor 1%, Next, you know, they're moving to goalpost, yeah. you know, and and and, yeah. that, and that's the truth of it. It is, and obviously, Alex Jones was right again, guys. Oh. <laughs> Return the frogs game. <laughs> so it's just it's kind of sad to see this happening. But see, yeah. I don't I don't know. I mean, obviously, the company that you know everybody was supposedly pulling all their stuff from. They want to keep their business going. However, it don't matter how big or small your business is. You got to stand up and they could stand up and say, well, we don't care if you pull your music or not. We're keeping this on. We're keeping this on air. I've heard Tim Poole say this before. He said, if, if one of these companies would finally just say, I don't care, pound sand, then we could actually start putting a stop to this. Because right. the not the majority of the people in the country are for the cancel culture. Right. How he talked about the church being silent mm-hmm. in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's called the silent majority for a reason. But silent majority gets, needs to get a little bit more vocal. Yes. And and I can already see now somebody that would disagree with us would say, look at them defending the use of a racial slur. What I'm saying is quit being such a pansy. Quit letting words mm-hmm. have that much power of you. Exactly. If somebody calls you that... They're not a good person, all right? If they're out there, they're hollering the N-word at you, and you're a black person. All right, that person that called you, that's a piece of trash. Move but, on with your life. But see, like, the racial slur, cracker, that's a that's a racial slur. Yeah, but some for some reason, that one doesn't have any... Um, because we don't let it have control over any of us. Well, I, we don't care. That's, that's a good point. We don't care. I, yes, call and, me what and, you want. Yes, we was just called a drunkard. Big yeah. deal. I accept that. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Hillbilly Broadcast. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you didn't and you really want to get us back, go to wherever you listen to this podcast and give us a five-star review. That will drive me personally insane with anger. If you'd like to send us a voice message, you can go to anchor.fm slash Sparks, where you can also become a supporter of the show if that's something that you're into. If you would like to send us an email, you can send that to hillbillybroadcast at aol.com. That's right. We may or may not still be stuck in the early 2000s. You can also find Hillbilly Broadcast on Facebook, and I am on Twitter at ThePhilSparks. Again, thank you for listening. I love you. The good Lord loves you. And we'll see you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.